with David. Recording has started. Yes. Hello. Welcome to. I feel like we need opening credits. We need to get our boys at National Barks to write us a theme song. I think Adam would do it. Jeff would not. Adam would, though. Well, Jeff writes the words, so. <laughs> we don't need words. Like that's all that matters in the band, right? Yeah. We, so, I've realized this podcast, Beers and Beards, that's Gary, I'm David, by the way, if you're just joining us, is perfect for when you're on a road trip, because I was on a road trip to the Steel City, or as Juan would call it, the Steel Town, and I listened to, I listened to last week's episode, and then it just started playing other stuff, but also, I, I wanted to tell you, so... During the show, I like I was playing it through my Bluetooth, and I said like on the show, Alexa, play beers and beards, and it or not not Alexa. I said, Hey Siri, mm-hmm. and my and I can hear you hear myself through your headphones because you anyway. But the uh, I put them yeah, back on my so ears. it stopped playing. It stopped playing and was like, Oh, what do you want me to do? <laughs> and I had to turn that off. But yeah, if you are on a road trip right now, Alexa, play Beers and Beards podcast. If you're on a road trip right now to wherever you're going, oops, maybe you're going to Peoria, Illinois, Montpelier, Vermont, Vermont. What? <laughs> you got to fix your. It used to be me that was lagging. Now it's you. That's lagging pretty bad. Am I, usually it tells me. It's not telling me that I am. Oh. It tells me I have a strong connection. Well, listen back to the podcast. I did listen, and I heard it, the little jittery yeah, stuff. That's it sounds you. like we're in the same room until we're not. It's like, hello. To our members on Patreon, I'll uh, upgrade to a business account. Did you hear that? Internet. What? <laughs> Someone just started their car outside of my house. It was really loud. In a perfect world, David, we would have a studio where we would drive in halfway. We'd spend 30, 45 minutes pregame at production meeting. Me and Abby had a production meeting last night before our podcast. Yeah. Because this is the reason. And I feel like for us, too. Shout out to, I got a, he's a listener of both podcasts, so he, Listens to this one. Listens to me and Abby. Stokes? No, Philip Smith. That sounds like a made-up name. He's a real person. Because, friends on Facebook, he lives in my town. Hits me up. Hey, you in town? Now, there's one or two ways. I'm a trusting man. Plus, I'd met him in Kroger like a week before. He said, hey, you showed up. He's like, hey, turn, turn around. Yeah, put on your pants. I got something. <laughs> what? No, that's not how the story goes at all. You apologize right now. Sorry for the uh, the underage people listening to the to the beer and bourbon podcast. Uh, yeah. So uh, I meet him at this gas station, dude. And I should have brought it down here, but I'm a fr- like I want to keep it mint condition. Intact. Yeah. And I showed it to you. Did a you Bart read it? Man number two, animated by Matt Greening. 
of The Simpsons. Yeah. Because everybody knows I'm a Simpsons fan. I figured you'd be a little more enthusiastic. Oh, I am. I was. I was scrolling on up. Tinder right now. No. I was pumped up when I when I. I'm a little hoarse, by the way. If you did not know, last week I had I have bronchitis and it just won't go away. You said so. that. you you got the virus. I checked. It was uh, undefined. But no, I don't have it. I wish I had the virus because then it would have probably been better by now. But bronchitis, I think, it just stays with you. Yeah, it's it's a limit. so I'm struggling through tonight just to get on here with you, drink some beer, watch you drink <laughs> bourbon. It's a struggle. It's a struggle, Gary. But you were talking about you know in a perfect world, we'd be in a, a room, and and I was thinking about this again. I was a long road trip. I was thinking it would be a nice padded room. Mm-hmm. It would just be me and you. We no, would just be no windows. Like we're, like we're psych we patients. W- we wouldn't be able to get out. That's that's where I'm going with this. And then we wouldn't be a, able to get out. And then we realize we're in Saw Nine. Yeah, and we're doing we're doing a podcast. Do you want to play a game? Yeah, is that one of the uh, what's the uh, American Horror Story podcast version? And Joe Joe Rogan is just playing on repeat. <laughs> yes, but it's people you don't <laughs> like. Anyway, back to the production meeting. I wasn't getting any enthusiasm out of you. So we sat down. So I get this gift from Philip. I'm looking at our analytics. And I'm like, there's people that we don't know that listen to, to us. And in Saskatchewan. Yeah. In like Tokyo, in all over the world. Same for this podcast. And I'm like, all right. I feel a little bit of an obligation to make it the best it can be other than just getting on there and like talking. So me and Abby cat like sat down, wrote out a format, hit, had some topics kind of like what we do six minutes before this one starts. Yeah. So I feel like maybe in a perfect world, we'd have, you know, an afternoon to sit, flesh out some ideas, kick off some skits. <laughs> I don't know, but I do appreciate the people like yeah. to hear us talk. The thing that I love about this show is is we kind of do bits, but we Which don't tell each other. It just, but we, we also don't tell each other when we're doing a bit. <laughs> and one of us is usually like, what? What are you talking about? Oh, uh, also, did you see we got canceled, Gary? Would you like to? So I put up our video of last week's episode on Facebook. We're big in all four of these countries. All by four the way. of these countries. We get a copyright claim in four countries. Now, yeah. if you're in... The U.S. of A. You can watch and listen to the twins of song because Eric Clapton is royalty free. That's true. But we got four countries, David. I'll give you yeah. the first one: Cuba. <laughs> yeah, that was. Are they even allowed to have internet in Cuba? I don't know. It's like, hey, your your podcast has been banned in Cuba, and then the second one. Iran. I know, man. Shit. But then the the first so those first two, I'm like, okay, I, I could see those two. Yeah. Third one, Gary. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I I said this to a couple of different people, and they're like, "What? North Korea?" <laughs> and Again, I want to. Are imagine, they even allowed to have internet in North Korea? I want to imagine just Kim Jong Un just like listening. He's like, "Nope." Not if today. that guy has a beard, they're not. They don't have the approved haircuts of North Korea. 
And until the they last get Dennis one, Robin on the podcast, no bueno. <laughs> the last one is Syria, which is in it like a civil war, I think, still. So, but if you're trying to listen to North Korea, I'm sorry, apologize. Uh, change, we'll, your, change your uh, yeah, VPN. Get a, get a VPN. Say that you are in South Korea or South in Dakota. The, in South, yes, here in South Dakota, We're uh, in South Dakota. Water, Watertown, and then you're good. Oh, or yeah. in, uh, I think it's Pete. So, do you know the the capital of South Dakota, Gary? Uh, Bismarck. No. Is that North Dakota? Yeah, but the capital is. I, when I learned all the capitals, I learned it as I Pierre. Which is that? Is that how you say it? Right. Yeah, Pierre, South Dakota. But the people in South Dakota pronounce it Pierre. Pierre, P E E R. But it's like P I E R R E. This was not in our show notes, by the way. Yeah. Oh, if you can't a weather first. forecast in, in Pierre, <laughs> South Dakota. <laughs> let me let me tell you what I what, in my in my studies before this because Dave was like, "Do we have any topics?" I was like, "Yeah, I put some topics on there, and you paid no attention." One of them is in his backyard. I figured he would know. If you're a true Cincinnatian, you definitely know about the Western and Southern Open. Am I right? Yeah, draws in two hundred thousand people allegedly for some tennis tournament. Like, do is that still a thing? People watch tennis. People pretend to, to watch. Who won tennis. Wimbledon last year, David? Naomi Osaka. Nope, Andre Agassi. <laughs> that was wait. Well, year that was the year you were you were probably married, Andre Agassi. I don't know that, but that that's how relevant tennis is. You know, wait, what year were you Wimbledon? I think twenty twenty was canceled. No, Novak Djokovic. Well, five tennis players. Pete Sampras, Andre Agassi. Maria Sharapova. She's not played tennis in like 20 years, has she? Are you talking about current tennis players? Yeah. Pete Sampras is like, I'm not even sure he's still alive. That's what I'm saying. Nobody's relevant tennis. But anyway. Novak Djokovic. Andre Thomas Agassi Allen. or not Andre Agassi? You see, you're messing me up. Roger Federer, still. Uh, Rafael Nadal, still. Yeah, and they're 100 years old. Yeah, that's it. James Blake. Uh, who is the the one dude that was the the guy from the U.S.? He was like kind of the bad boy of tennis. Real sexy. Real sexy. <laughs> yeah. Wore the headband. No, that's James Blake. No. I don't know. Anyway, Cincinnati's hosting this big, this big um, tennis tournament. I don't. It's know. racket. It's at the Linder Family Tennis Center. Yeah, in right? it's it's kind of it's in. Are Mason. you a member there? Yeah, I got the yeah. white shorts to prove it. So, um, they have an official bourbon. Of this tennis thing, we when should think, have an official bourbon of our show. When I think tennis, I don't think bourbon. I'm sorry, like it's hot. Like nobody's just sipping on a old fashioned. That's why twenty love. Yeah, I feel, twenty love. Uh, please get me uh, an old fashioned and yeah. 
Yeah. But the so, best part about tennis is the chicks that when they moan or scream or whatever. That's, that's not I remember it. watching on, uh, you ever watch Outside the Lines on ESPN? Yes. <laughs> there was an Outside the Lines story one time because in tennis, they said that they were going to try to uh, regulate the grunting in women's tennis. And that was the outside the line story of like, because it was two people in the finals of some Grand Slam, and they were like, "These are these are super grunters." Like they're like, "This is bad," and they had to like turn down the mics on the court because it was so bad or good. They think people were just depending on your rubbing one out to (laughs) tennis players. Uh, The the people are too uh, too turned on listening to (laughs) tennis because they're not watching for the tennis. I'm sorry if you're a tennis aficionado. Good for you. We all have that weird. We do have a lot of tennis fans listening. So yeah, but so I do some digging about Northside Distillery, and it was the first uh, distillery in Cincinnati since Prohibition. Did you know that? No. So yeah, it started in these dudes' basement. Um, uh, it began as a basement hobby. Two friends, uh, while they were exploring their passion for authentic, high quality craft spirits, um. They started, in, like I said, in the basement before long. The word spread that it must be just amazing, and it became a bona fide business. To meet the growing demand, they moved out of their basement to a barn located on Cincinnati's historic north side neighborhood where the brand was officially born and began expanding a line of spirits known for its local flair. Yeah. So I was like this. I ain't going to. Big pop of this till I try it. Uh, yeah. So I was like, "What this?" So I look at their bourbon. They offer uh, bourbon, gin, vodka, uh, agave, which I don't really know what that is. It's like tequila. Yeah, and seasonal rum and specialty spirits, uh, ranging from Stillhouse Chicow to Pecan Sandies. It's private labeling, uh, bottle one hundred eight proof for charity releases. Ask him about their moonshine offerings. So, so the bourbon is 90 proof, rich caramel aroma, and a hint of vanilla. Crafted with a low rye mash bill. I'm down with that. That sounds good. Filtered using zero chill process, preserving more natural flavor. Hand selected after five years of aging. That's so, pretty good for... That is pretty good. Yeah. And I've never tried their bourbon through no fault of my own. Because I've tried to go there twice to their, they have a tap room, I think. I don't, what do you call a bourbon place? Gift shop. Bur- no, they have a, I guess a bar in like downtown Cincinnati. Yep. And I tried to go two different times. It said on their website, on Google, on everywhere that you would look that they were open. They were closed both times. How so finally I hit them. I was like, hey. When are y'all up? open? Yeah. It, this was like Saturday at like 5 p.m. Like when else? If you're not open, then you're not ever open, right? So long story short, they were closed and didn't update their hours either on their website, on Google, on anything. So I've got a little bit of a bone to pick, but I, I still have an open mind, Gary. Yeah, that's the same way. But yeah, as <clears throat> so they're sponsoring this. Now, the beer is sponsored, I believe. 
No, they can't. Well, no. Listen, we'll take their money to, to Brought to you by Northside Distilling. Uh, Beers and Beards. Welcome to the podcast. So the Northside Distilling Bar will be located between the Racket Club and the Rheingeist Brew Balcony. So they're Sounds in good legit. company there. Yeah, they're in good company there. But as a young business like that, like you're in a barn, like I'm sure that's a heavy. Microsoft started in a garage. A sponsorship. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like with, I don't know. The people at tennis matches are drinking like wine. What are they drinking? Prosecco. They're not drinking bourbon. Yeah. So I think maybe the bourbon and just shooting from the hip here. I'm saying the bourbon sponsorship was probably a little cheaper than the. Uh, but still overpriced. I don't know. Sparkling water sponsorship. I don't know. What do rich people drink? Like uh, Evian? Or uh, the only. The yeah, only. Source. The only. Uh, the only exposure I've ever had to rich people is by watching Talladega Nights. <laughs> and <laughs> shit. The guy is sponsored by Perrier. So mm-hmm. maybe the, the sparkling water sponsorship is. What's his name? What's uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's name in Talladega Nights? Borat. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I, that's cool, though. I mean, in the. Rheingeist is also local to Cincinnati, so right. That's what I'm beer. saying. They're in a good spot there. Yeah, from a beer sponsorship and uh, spirits. I guess they're the bur- official bourbon. And I saw they were giving away some tickets too. If you like to go to tennis and watch, I don't know how many people, like big names, will be there this year because everyone was at the Olympics, like just this past week, and so I feel like a lot of people might be taking some time off. So I don't know who, how many really big names will be there, but right. I mean, I don't know. Usually though, it's, it's one of the bigger tennis tournaments, but I think last year I feel like it was like the, it's funny because you drive up 71. It's kind of like by Kings Island and there's this big giant tennis facility and they hold one event there per year. So it's, like it seems go, like it's kind of a waste. Time to go practice up there or anything? I don't know. I don't know if they, it's it's like open to the public. I don't think it what is. What's the see if we can get us a little get us? What do you even call it? It's not a tea a, time. A court time. Yeah, reserve us a court. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll play a badminton, <laughs> pickleball. Yes, oh, we only need half half the court. All right, I'm going to drink some bourbon. I'm just gonna taste it. You know the you know the routine. I'm just just a taste. Yeah, because I'm trying to stick to my guns here this week. This bourbon is vbrow.com forward slash beers and beards. Are you frozen? No, you frozen. You are. So let me redo that then. The bourbon selection this week brought to you by Audible. AudibleTrial.com forward slash beers and beards this week i listened i gotta read right i gotta read a book for 75 hard but i've been listening to hyena from radio personality rude jude do you know jude i feel like that sounds familiar he was on jenny jones in his younger day jude angela let's see wait 
Oh, yes. Yeah. I remember that dude. His stories. Uh, yeah. Jude Angelini. His stories are wild. Like one chapter today, it was completely how he was getting catfished by this teenage girl who claimed to be a billionaire with brain cancer. And his whole, only goal was to call her out. And turns out it's like a 15 year old girl from Vermont. Wow. Who he'd had like an online fling with for a year. But he kept trying to call her out. Like every time they would go to meet, it would be, well, she got in a car wreck and she's at the hospital. Well, what hospital? Well, I just got out. I'll come to your house. I'll, I'll, I'll come over to your house. Well, I've got chemo in the morning. And then she had emergency brain surgery at five. Eight, just craziness. Uh, but yeah, so, but I, when I had my free trial to XM radio. Yeah. He uh he's host of the all all out show on Shade Forty Five Eminem, which is Eminem's channel, right? Correct. And it's funny because he's just this Italian white dude who is from Detroit, same as Eminem. But anyway, this week's selection, David, a beautiful bottle. Again, Audible Trial. This is Stave profile number 46, Maker's Mark 46, a weeded bourbon selection. When I started this podcast, I thought Maker's Mark was my favorite bourbon. Yeah, you were wrong. I was wrong. I'm interested to see this. Now, looking at uh, the mash built 70% corn, so lots of corn, 16% wheat, 14% malted barley. It's got a dark toffee color. It's 94 proof. Uh, the age, it doesn't say it's age. Most people in the industry believe it's around six years old. Okay. So it should be good, right? Yeah. So it's the same mash bill as Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark isn't weeded, is it? Yeah. Weeded bourbon oh. made in batches of less than 1,000 gallons. Then heavily seared French oak staves are placed in just emptied standard Maker's Mark barrels, which are then refilled and returned to the warehouses to finish aging for an undisclosed amount of time. Estimated to be two to three additional months. Ooh, it smells strong, bro. Not like that um, new bourbon moonshine smell, but like a very thick, like it smells thick. Smells thick. It smells thick. I don't know what that's the best. It's like heavy. Okay. God, it smells good. It does smell good. Listen, maybe my mouth's water now. Your beard's watering. My beard is just dripping. <laughs> I don't know. Do you get that with beer? Like, do you anticipate the taste? And like, do you feel like your your palate is preparing itself for what? What you're about to receive. <laughs> I was about to say something. I was about to say a joke, but this is a serious podcast. So no, not really. Um, I, I don't I, know. It's this podcast yeah. has done this. Like when I prepare, when I pop that cork and I get the glug glug, I don't know. It's like, um, 
Pavlov's dog, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. I, yeah. And quick side story. So I was drinking a beer today and I, I think I expect like based on styles, I anticipate mm-hmm. like a, a, at least a general flavor profile. Mm-hmm. And I had one today that was supposedly a rye IPA and I, I've had rye bourbon, you know, rye whiskey. I'm sorry, not rye bourbon, rye whiskey. Um, and other rye IPAs also rye, just plain rye beers. So I feel like I know what rye tastes like and I taste it. And I was like, you sure you gave me the right beer? There's not any rye in this. So y'all be lying. See, I've been trying to yeah. call out the beer industry for years on that. Help me out. What had, yeah. Make up this banner. Yeah. It doesn't taste like what it says it's supposed to taste like. But just, I mean, rye is, it, it should taste like rye because it has rye malt. Yeah. You, you know, rye off the bat. Yeah, like that bready, like kind of spi- spicy flavor. Anyway, what kind of bread do you make? A um, what's that? Uh, German is that rye bread? Are you talking about a Reuben? Yeah, rye bread. Kind of marbled rye. I just want to smell it the whole time. All right, Maker's Mark forty six in your mouth. Hmm. How do you? It's <laughs> I'm good. Just one to describe. Yeah, I probably think it's heavy on the finish. Not so much on the palate. Heavy on the finish. Okay. Like you get the like. I don't know how to explain that. You get all the bang for your buck in the swallow of this one. Okay, so that's the the most the the uh, the biggest lasting impression is the yeah you know some bourbons you you drink and it like it you'll get that spice and that flavor on your tongue and then the finish maybe lackluster you don't get that strong Kentucky hug this one didn't feel like it hit till it got to damn near embrace you know what I mean like is we was about to hug and it was like oh by the way I love you. <laughs> Let me turn up the emotion here. Is this one that like I was looking back through the list of all the bourbons that we've had, and mm-hmm. we, you, I mean, not we, but you mostly you, right? Is this one that you think like in six weeks, eight weeks will be memorable that you would pick out and say like, oh, like, like I remember what? Yes, yeah, like will it be memorable of like, like if I say, hey Gary, what have you tried on the show? And you like, what do you immediately come out with? Like other than like Pappy, but like. Listen, some of the, that yeah. old Forster last week. I'm still thinking about it. I still want to pour some bottle or pour some. Old Fitzgerald, you mean? What I say? Oh, yeah, old Fitzgerald. <laughs> ah, fuck, I don't know. You don't even know what you're drinking. You're just <sighs> my show. Drinking a doorknob. <laughs> Once I told somebody about this, I mentioned it. <laughs> mm, look at that little Glen Cairn. Little. Toffee, you got a little bit left. I know. I'm trying. I'm just when I shake it, my mouth waters a little more. <laughs> Delicious. Mm. Would you use that as toothpaste? Bourbon so, toothpaste. as you just saw, which you until I iron my background, I, I'm not, I don't feel comfortable <laughs> putting this out on social media. Um. <laughs> I just, but I just took it and swished it in my mouth, like a, like I'm a wine taster. 
It's a Moliere. And it didn't, I mean, it didn't really do anything. And then when I, when I decided to, you know, down the hatch. Let's go. Yeah. It's, it said, I'm ready. It's there for you. <laughs> In Get comparison to, to what I remember about Maker's Mark, it was more balanced. Maker's Mark was? Yeah. Just the, just the a regular Maker's Mark is a little more balanced. Yeah. I still go to Maker's Mark all the time. Yeah. I have a bottle on my Yeah. Between that and Larceny, those are like on my bourbon shelf. Those two are on the front because those are the ones that I, I reach for the most. Mount Sterling had barrel proof and they must have only had Larceny. Two, yes. Which I. Did you get it? It, it would. No, the lady that, that knows me in there, she's like, we had Larceny barrel proof. Oh. I was like, baby, you got to call me. Yeah. Did you give her your number? No. Oh. And how's she going to call you? What have you get jealous? Name. No. But I mean, I'm in the Kroger database. All right. Tell her to give her a shout out. We don't just give those out to anybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> Agnes, you want a shout out? Yeah. Gary. What's the Kroger lady going to be, Agnes? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cheryl. A young, nice. There's no young. I don't want to say that. Never mind. There Sorry, Trina. Young, nice. Anyway, um, Stephanie. That's a uh, that's a three point seven five bottle right there. Interesting. I like it. I would. Mm, you know those nights where you're like, I'm like I've done. I've drank a gallon over a gallon of water today. I sweated my balls off in the gym this morning. Sweated again and profusely. I'm out at the park, and I could really just get drunk right now. Like it wouldn't take much for you to say, "Hey, pour another one." I'd be like, oh, "I shouldn't." Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you know, you ever get that way? Yeah. Like so, sometimes you're in that mood. Yeah. Well, I ran uh, 14 miles yesterday. From the cops. That's the dumbest shit ever, David. Yeah. What you and I was I mean, in the mood for a nice beer. So I had I, I had I like to do real sports. I ain't trying to be the best at exercising. Who said best that? at running? Did you see uh speed walking in the Olympics? It looked like they had to crap their pants. That's how they would have you have you ever watched speed walking? Did you ever watch uh, Malcolm in the Middle? Yes. There was an episode where Hal, the dad, which is Brian Cranston, got really into speed walking and they explained the rules and they were like, the only rules are you have to have your heel and your toe have to touch and you at least have to have one foot on the ground at all times. Apparently that's not really the rules of speed walking, but they were speed walking set like seven and a half minute miles. And it looks like they're about to crap their pants the whole time. And lo and behold, the guy that was winning like the first, I think he was winning like the first 10 K he was out to a big lead, like almost lapping everybody after like, cause the, they're also on the street and just walking around like three, blo- a three block radius. And they're doing a 50 K of this. But anyway, he lo and behold did have to pull out and go to the bathroom. Fell from first place, 58th out of 59th place. He had to go take the shit. Yeah. All right. 
I play real sports. He had to I'm take, not trying to be the best taking care of business. Who said that? Uh, Bo Jackson. Right? Powers in my school. <laughs> wow. See if you can. It is a true pleasure to meet you. Still don't know what this is. Uh, Terrence Cutler, principal. Oh, big boss man. Okay. <laughs> Still nothing? Well, no. when I heard that you were going to be subbing here, I, I, I almost lost my mind. <laughs> well, that's good for you. <laughs> well, yeah. There's something you need let's, to let's start, Davis. I happen to be training for a triathlon right now. So doing a lot of running and uh, cycling, swimming. Well, you know all about that. <laughs> no, actually, I don't. I play real sports. I'm trying to be oh, the best at Kenny exercising. <laughs> Did you watch that show? No. It's the best. I watched the first uh, two seasons. What's, uh, what's the show with him and uh, uh, John Goodman? Um, the Righteous Gemstones. Yeah. Yes. Right? Is that what it's from? Yes. That's the oh. that that's why I'm starting a church. Oh. How do you feel about you want to be a deacon in my church? Yeah. Deacon Dave. I feel like you ever feel like you Can I wear a cut off uh jorts? Mm-hmm. You ever feel like you uh manifest things in your life? Like I have legit all my friends are teachers. Not me. My wife's a teacher. On that one. Um, so I've, I'm going to become a teacher and show them how to really do it. <laughs> For 20 years, I've been making this joke, David. Yeah, that you want to be a how, teacher? How I'm alpha, like I, I could, I'll be principal in two years, like all this shit. Wait, <laughs> do you think, wait, do you think that people get promoted from being a, a teacher to principal? Like... <laughs> It's like, all right, you're such a good teacher. You're now vice principal. Now you're the print. Like, that's. Do you think that's how it works? Don't crush my dream, David. All right. <laughs> you, I'm going to work my way up the ladder. I'm going to be head teacher. But so. What? All right, you got to fix that. Lag. First of all, that's not how it works. But second of all, you got to fix your lag. How do, I, how do I fix the lag, David? You want me to. I don't know. Hey, hold on. Let's let's call Winstreet. Winstreet. Get out of that. Get out of that uh, holler. I'm not get you a new uh, AOL CD. I think you're I you're running out of you're running out of minutes. Fourteen minutes left. All right. <laughs> Hopefully, so no one calls you. Now I went to my college orientation. Be a teacher. Okay. I've also been putting out this church thing. I'll be a pastor. So you're going to the church? What are you going to? Like a Bible church? I'm going to start a church, David. Are you? I mean, I'm sorry, Bible college. I feel like you can do. I can. I can get ordained online for thirty five dollars. That's the guy that uh, married me. She's my cousin. Yeah, ordained online. Everyone's like, "Where did he study? What what seminary did he study at?" It's like I don't know. Church of the Fonz, like Peter Griffin. Fonz. You did good though at your wedding. Angie made him cut his hair. He's actually getting married in about a month. Father Kyle, shout out to him. Is he Catholic? You only call him Catholic preacher. I just call him Father. He's younger than me. He w- he's a man of the man of the cloth. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, man's of the cloth, Gary, I got to drink some beer. That has nothing to do with being a man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, well, did you wait before you drink your beer? Did you see the what Basil Hayden's done? Made toast. 
So I'm confused by this one. Yes. So <clears throat> you know I'm my palate is sensitive, and I like it's the a, lower. It's on maximum. Uh, it is on maximum. Tr- it's blocked on my computer. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I can't read it. <laughs> but so their their new recipe uh, is with rye and brown rice. Interesting. So the brown rice is supposed to like cut that spicy, basically that burn. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how that would taste. Basil Hayden toast. The bottle looks cool. It's got that little belt. Yeah. Like little suspenders. What kind of belt do you wear? Mainly one. With a buckle? Like a big buckle? No, I no, I kind of I I know a couple people who have belt buckles and they're badasses. I'm not. Would a you go into the office this with week belt with like just the state of Texas, <laughs> deep in the heart of Texas? <laughs> just walk in. Just don't even say nothing. <laughs> just have it be like half the. What are those little ties that they wear? This just like the strings. Yeah, bolo tie. What I would do is go in with like, and the people would not, because they all know that I do like commentary for MMA events. I would carry like a WWE belt, just like over the over the shoulder strap, strap it up. I have a championship belt right across from me. Is it the mustard mustard belt like Joey Chestnut won at the hot dog eating contest? It's a Spartan FC lightweight championship. From when you won it. I, you remember that time I cut down to 155? <laughs> I want to hear before. What's the story? How do you have that? Did you beat up a, a lightweight to get no, it? The, the winner of the belt um, was Vegas. taken out in an ambulance because he tore every ligament in his ankle to his knee. And you didn't get. You didn't go to the hospital and give him his belt. Um. No. But George Who was Oiler, it? George Oiler gave it to, no, his name was Stevenson. Again, never heard, like he has no social media, nothing. Stephen who? George Oiler Scott. There's two. Oh, I know him. Scott. Yeah, from West Virginia. Yeah, he fought for. Uh, or he was supposed to fight for UVC. Yeah, he just disappeared into the abyss of the real world. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he ever fought for uh, UVC. He was supposed to. I mean, he like it was one of those like his foot was planted and he gets hit, and his whole body turns, but his ankle doesn't. It's just like set, ripped him out. R.I.P. He didn't die. He's thirty nine years old. That's a year younger than me. Fought in. uh... He got knocked out by Eugene Perrin at Bluegrass Brawl 6. You probably did matchmaking that, for that. No, that's the event that happened at. He oh, was he Spartan, lost. Yeah, but he was the Spartan champ, had his belt. Oh. And I, <laughs> okay. That makes more sense. All right, drink your beer. Okay. Tonight, beer brought to you by rivalrybrews.com forward slash code. MMA McKinney, ten percent off. They got, they still got Gary. I heard they only have a couple left. If you want to get your Oktoberfest, I don't package. Package. No, thank you. Um, I broke the seal on Oktoberfest beers. 
So now that's all I can drink, except for tonight, for the next six to seven weeks. But they've got that. If you're not an Oktoberfest fan, if you want to just, hey, I want a bunch of IPAs. I want sour beers, whatever. They got you covered. Rivalrybrews.com, code MMA McKinney. Get 10% off your entire order. Tell them that we sent you. They'll be happy. They won't do anything, but they'll be happy. No, don't tell them that we sent you. You're basically telling them that David sent you. Yeah. There was no consultation on this promo code. Thank you. uh, The promo code could have been Gary. The the next deal we work out, it is just going to be. Gary. All right. So it's going to be truck. Green Wicks Brewing in Westchester, Ohio. I've had this beer for a while. I actually meant to do it on the show uh, like a couple months ago. I forgot. So I've been sitting in the fridge. It is a barrel-aged beer. And, you know, I don't do a lot of barrel-aged beers in the summer. This is a hefty, hefty boy. I think it's 10% alcohol. Uh, But it's a scotch ale, which I like scotch ales because a little bit lighter than like a, a Imperial Stout or something like that. Um, a little bit more malty and really lends itself to being barrel aged very, very well. So I think I've had this beer before, like the version a few years ago of this beer, but I I really don't remember what it tasted like, but I think I had it before. So it's called bags, bagpipes of Bardstown. And I'll tell you why it's Bardstown here in a minute. Oh, Bardstown, Kentucky. Yeah. There are a lot of bagpipes there. That bagpipe city, USA. It's very Irish. So, uh oh. I'm still here. I just wanted to give you your full screen moment. You scared me. I was scared. I'm still a little scared, actually. You left me. <laughs> I was. I wanted to give you your full screen moment. Oh, don't do that again. I'm going to, so you can review this beer. <laughs> anyway, oh, this is David McKinney reviewing bagpipes of Bardstown from Grainworks Brewing. Thank you very much for joining the MMA McKinney Show, MMA McKinney Hour, featuring Gary Thomas. Uh, today, uh, yeah. So as I mentioned, I like a Scotch ale. It's nice and malty, and you get that that sweetness of it but it's not overpowering towards you feel like you're you're drinking something that you're only like i'm only gonna have a couple sips of this because it's so sweet so overpoweringly sweet so yeah i already had one sip of it but yeah i mean hits the spot gary like a good barrel aged beer would yeah so and read the label to you. Let me see the bottle again. This is part of the seller series bagpipes of Bardstown. So part of the seller series from Grainworks Brewing. Like a gentle fog lifting from the Scottish moors, bagpipes of Bardstown starts thick and rich, but then slowly reveals notes of toffee and caramel, leaving you with the warmth that can only come from beer aged in Willet Bourbon. And rye whiskey barrels. I'm a Willet fan. So Willet, I think it's in Bardstown, right? I hope so. I think so. Because if not, that would be really weird. Um, 
But this beer, if you like barrel aged stuff, you would like this beer, Gary. This I, is yeah. a. I mean, I'm yeah. down for it. It's it's on the sweeter end. It definitely has that toffee caramel. Like it it tastes like. Yes. Keep going. Talk over the backpack. <laughs> it tastes like a bourbon barrel aged. Like it tastes like a beer that a bourbon drinker would like. And this is how. And I think I've said this before. I got into bourbon through bourbon barrel aged beers. Like I realized I like bourbon Naturally. because of yeah because of beer that was aged in bourbon barrels. And some are done well, some are done not so well. It's a delicate balance. You playing uh, taps? That's Amazing Grace. Thank you. Uh-huh. You know the words to Amazing Grace? Yeah. How sweet this sound. There you go. I just feel, funeral, felt it. It's the funeral for this beer because it is about to disappear. RIP to this beer. Chug it. Thank you for joining the uh, MMA McKinney Hour featuring <laughs> Gary Thomas. Hey, your boy Ariel got his uh, got the MMA Hour back. Did, I had no idea they were making a movie about Nick Noel. Well, I got the MMA McKinney Hour. It's a little bit different. It's a little bit better. Nick the Juggernaut Noel. What's his nickname? Nick No Hand. Yeah, basically. No hand. I remember I was interviewing him once, and I was texting him. <laughs> and I was like, wait. <laughs> but you can text with one hand. <laughs> but I was in my head, I was like, this guy <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> but one of the nicest dudes You're ever. You're like, maybe, maybe I should call. Notorious. Notorious <laughs> Nick Noel. Maybe I should call him. <laughs> maybe I should write him a letter. But the... No, I was like confirming times. <laughs> anyway, the, this is this is so inappropriate, and I'm glad that most of the people that are listening to this don't know who Nick Newell is. Don't Google him because it'll make it so much worse. No, I'm, so I was there the night he won the XFC. Me and Juan were there. Yeah, I think Juan was there. John Prisco was there. John Prisco was there. Let's call John Prisco. Let's FaceTime John Prisco right now. Oh, he would answer. I know. I guarantee would. he would. Yeah. He'd be like, you're on a podcast. He'd be like, well, okay. I interviewed he, him one time for an hour and 25 minutes. He never stopped talking. He loved he would, to talk. Yeah. About uh, those were the, I, I think I listened to that episode of, uh, I think it was, was it Bluegrass MMA? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because he was talking about how that's when he was talking about when, you know, he had the best, better fighters in the UFC. I'm like, yep. I'm sorry. I, I, I love Scott Holtzman as, ne- as much as the next dude, but the one and oh, Scott Holtzman at the time. Yeah. Hey, and I, sh- remember- props to shout or props to Scott. He made it to the UFC and doing well. Yeah. There was a big, there's big dust up towards the end of the XFC's run where Scott was supposed to fight Nick for the title. Yeah. I remember that. But Nick was holding out, and I forget he went to another promotion. Oh, he went to um, WSOF. Yeah, World Series of Fire. Or no, yeah, was it? Yeah. Was it them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. got a couple wins, and then I'll never forget. It was like noon on the Fourth of July. He's fighting Justin Gaethje. Prime time on NBC. Oh yeah, yeah. Like middle of the day. Before, I, 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 it's Fourth of July. The parades are over. We're watching. MMA, like it's on 
network television for the first time in forever. And you see Justin yeah. Kenzie, who's a monster, literally beat the piss out that of the arm guy. <laughs> that was bad. Like beat the absolute dog shit out of him. That was a bad look for MMA when that happened. It's awful, man. And I feel like they had to be the commentators had to be like, wait, no, he actually is he's really coming, good. Oh, no, he's taking another shot. This dude is really good. He's eleven and zero with I think he had like nine finishes at the at the time. And somehow he had like six armbar finishes, and I'm like, "That's <laughs> Listen, Nick Noel is a is a savage. I love him. He to is. This day. Yeah. He's fighting Bellator now. Career naked choke wins too somehow. That's how you know what he did. You know he doesn't have Gary that I saw. What yesterday for the first time I've been to. Coming up on 300 MMA events mm-hmm. this year, just total. I put on Instagram one time, and the people that knew me, and I said, "Have I been to more breweries or more MMA events?" I've been going to MMA events longer than I've been going to breweries, but I've been to more breweries than MMA events. I mean, you you went to five breweries in a day. You can't go to five MMA events in a day, right? But it's close. I've been to like it's. I just it's like three o whatever 302 or 303 for mma events because i hit 300 like not too long ago with me and 350 something that's breweries i hit 300 in uh the end of february i'm at 353 right now we're in august i'm proud of myself anyway you, you, i was gonna say you leading up to something here i saw for the first time yesterday 300 plus events a go-go plata. I feel like I've seen one of those before. And they called it, Gary, a leg guillotine. No, they didn't. <laughs> yes, they did. They're the like, we don't. is the, where it fucks your shoulder up, right? Yeah. This is basically you choke the guy out with your shin. Yeah. Like almost like a triangle, but your sh- instead of your leg being up the back of their head, your leg is basically in front of their neck. He choked them out. He pulled out on the head. And the guy, and props to the guy, Sean Tarleton. He was like, I I think that was a go-go plot. (laughs) He didn't even know what he did. He's like, I never hit that before. It's like, it just happened. I did it. And he tapped. It was his pro debut. (sighs) I kind of, sometimes I miss MMA. Like, I wanted to stay up and watch last night, but. Abby's down here. Serial, serial, serial gain. Mm-hmm. Abby wants to be on the show. You want to be on the show? She's shaking her head no. Welcome to the MMA, MMA McKinney Hour featuring Abigail Thomas. The MMA power, McKinney Hour. Power forward for Eastern Tennessee Tech. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Morehead State, all, right? It's almost football season, bro. The Moorhead, what's the Moorhead State, Kentucky? Eagles. Eagles fly, Eagles fly. Is that why you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan? No, it has nothing to do with that. I told you why I'm an Eagles fan. Because of Jay Cutler. No, because of my cousin. Who doesn't even like the Eagles anymore, and I'm oh. stuck with them. Oh. I don't think you told me that story. Tell us the story. So when I was young, probably fourth or fifth grade, Super Tech Mobile. That was the game back then. He played with Mike Golick. 
<laughs> he was on the Eagles then. <laughs> yeah. But my cousin was a huge fan. He was a, he played quarterback. He was a huge Randall Cunningham fan. He had posters. He had the swag. So and I thought he was cool. So I was like, I'm an Eagles fan. So I love the Eagles. And I'm following him. I drafted Dominic McNabb. They got booed. And like I was like, oh, man, fuck Syracuse. I don't know if it would be any good or not. And Yeah, the Browns almost got Dominic McNabb. They dodged a bullet there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, <laughs> they had to stick. They had Tim to pick Couch. somebody to ensure they got back in the top 10 picks next year. But yeah. I was always stuck with them. And I remember I told Abby, I was like, if they ever go to the Super Bowl, you got to take me. And sure enough, they get to the Super Bowl. And Abby has the worst flu ever. Not that we would have went, but I was like, well, yeah. I remember watching the Super Bowl, her on the couch, basically dying. And, you know, T.O. had got horse collared in an NFC Championship game. Came back. Came back. They're like, yeah, his uh, his leg might need to be amputated, but he's probably, probably going to play. He was doing sit-ups in his driveway in between the week in between the championship game. and the That was against the Cowboys, right? They got horse collared. Mm-hmm. Or 49ers. They played, the, they played the Falcons and they had a bye week. Then they played the Falcons and beat Mike Vick, who had beat them the year before. Oh, like, I don't even know who their quarterback is right now. For the Eagles? It's Mike Vick, right? No, it's uh, the dude from um, uh, Jalen Hurts. Oh, from Alabama? Alabama and then Oklahoma. Heisman Trophy winner. Um, but speaking of Randall Cunningham, do you remember mm-hmm. when he came back for the Vikings and had mm-hmm. uh, Chris Carter and Randy Moss on that team? That was yeah. before Culpepper. He was like 38 years old, and they're like, just throw Hail Marys to, to and that's all they, that's all they scrambling threw. Scrambling Randall. He wasn't scrambling too much there in his older days. He was good mute. Yeah. Good mute there. They was <laughs> muted as soon as he started coughing. I know. That's a bronchitis for you, man. This shit sucks. Our final segment of the show is brought to you by our good friend, Jeff Bezos, and his shout out premium music service, Amazon Music Prime. I was listening to it earlier. Amazon Prime. Amazon Music Premium. Yeah. You can get a free one month subscription of Amazon Music Premium, or you can say things like Alexa, play beers and beards. You can go to Audible audibletrial.com forward slash beers and beards and listen to the beers and beards podcast on audible it's amazon loves us we got our first payout from amazon david this month august good month to do it because this month has 31 days yeah but we're already if you do it in february you get through it over 28 days it's not the calendar oh month i think 30 days Did I freeze again? Yeah. I said, I don't think it's a calendar month. I think it's just 30 days after you activate it. That's that's kind of shitty. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> go to getamazonmusic.com forward slash beards and beards. Get that. Cop that. Also, uh, if you're into playlists, like if you're going on a long road trip and you don't want to listen to the Beards and Beards podcast, but you want to stay connected to me and David because we're basically i feel like you if you listen to this you feel like you're our friends yeah but um except for timmy you fucking timmy (laughs) 
you would listen to our playlist and it, you would go through the gamut of emotions from yeah. gangster Happy, rap, sad. folk, Christmas, covers, whatever. We need Disney music on there. Yeah. We also I, don't have reggae. Yeah. We're, we're getting to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not done yet. It's still a work in progress. Um, on Close Enough, which is available on all pod- podcasting platforms, which features my wife and I, we uh, ask our friend group, like, is there something you want to talk about? And my attorney friend said, hey, we're 90s kids. Have a discussion on the top artists of the 90s, right? So we got... Is it Boyz II in there? N- uh, no. What? Maybe. Yeah. I don't, there's a hundred. Were you even alive? Yeah. But so I get the, so we look at the top 100 artists of the 1990s and we break down the last 10. My buddy who is a huge fan of this band was completely offended that they came in at number 96. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Some band better than Ezra. You ever heard Fugazi? No, they were ahead of this band. He was also offended Garth Brooks wasn't on there, but there were no country artists on wait, there. Wait, so. so wait, hold on. Is it bands or just artists? Artists, but I mean bands, acts. Here, okay, here we go. We did Number the top one. 40. Uh, is that what you have? The top 40 countdown. Here, I'll send you the list. I got the, I got Top40weekly.com? Yes. Number one, spoiler alert. No, you got to go from 10 to 1. Uh, 10. Dr. Dre. Ain't nothing but a G thing. Number nine, Rem. Mm-hmm. Number That's eight, Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Smashing Pumpkins. Pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Pumpkins. Now, this is this one surprises me. Number six, Beck, which I love Beck, but... I know one What's this based Beck? on? I assume it's... I, I, looked, you know, I looked at that article. It doesn't say, but... Number five, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Four, two-pack... Number three Radio. got me. Radiohead? Yeah. And number two and number one is not surprising. Well, number no. two is maybe a little. It's because I feel like they are a band that's more popular than I think their radio play has been. Like, I'm sorry. They they were super anyway, popular on MTV. Yeah. If you look at that. Pearl Jam. That, yeah. Yeah. Number, number one, one is Nirvana. Yeah. I don't so think, I don't think anyone would argue with. But at number ninety six, and this goes up to my good friend and the uh, attorney for this podcast, Jason Ellis. Number ninety six, David. Scroll down there and see who it is. Yeah, you seen it? Hootie, Hootie and the Blowfish. I knew that by heart. Time. Time. Is that you, Darius? Yeah. I got the rasp going this week, so I could be. Oh, I love Darius. I was very I feel like they should at least be in the top 85. Where's Dave Matthews? I think they're top 20. No. 36. How's Neil Young? You top 40. I don't know. 
Eric Clapton's in there somewhere too. Can you teach me about tomorrow and all Seal. Kiss from a Rose, baby. ELC is number 50. I thought about doing Kiss from a Rose this week. Liz Fair, which, do yourself a favor if you're listening to this podcast. Google Liz Fair. She's hot. Uh, has she aged Sorry, well? I'm married. I mean, she was hot in the 90s. What's that matter? I mean, you're allowed to say she's hot. You're not allowed to seek out an extramarital relationship with her. Because I know she no. probably DMs you all the time on Twitter. Yeah. Shout out to Liz Fair. Shout out to Liz Fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We do need. This week. We do need. All right. Before we. Before I say my selection. In all seriousness. If you own anything. If okay. you own a Tamagotchi. If you own anything. <laughs> and you want to sponsor us. <laughs> we, we're cheap. First schedule your colonoscopy. We are cheap, but we want to have a sponsor for the shout out segment of the podcast. So, <clears throat> inquire within. Get up with our people. Yeah. Now uh, I wish I would have done Liz, a Liz Fair song. Well, you, I like, I do enjoy the song that you that you picked. So, yeah. the, well, the few we I don't do often I picked enjoy the same songs. Because I have taste, and you, yeah. I went to a brewery today, and there was a guy playing this song. Is this what made you? He was playing it solo, acoustic, and I was like, "That's, that's uh, my boy, a big fan of the show, Carlos Santana." Carlos Santana, and what song is this, David? Maria, Maria. I love that this has like the get that like funk. This is produced by Wyclef Jeans. And uh, the band that was this song won a Grammy for best song of the year. But Did it? the yeah, the product GMB, yeah. Um, the people that are singing now, they did not win the Grammy. It won on what it what it went for. Best Santana pop performance by a duo or group with vocals. Which Santana is amazing by himself. For sure. Played and Woodstock. His, I mean, he was around in the 70s during like the, yeah, 60s and 70s, like smoking a bunch of weed. But his like, guitar. his like poppy like era from like 99 to 00. The six months that he did a bunch of like pop crossover songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Rob Thomas, smooth, and then his song that I almost picked with uh, Michelle Branch, everywhere. <laughs> but this song is a banger. It's it from banger. Supernatural, one of my favorite albums of all time. That's that's one of those. Because, I mean, like you said, it's a it, it's all collabs and stuff. Yeah. But it's so what was that 99? Well, your de- yeah. album come out June 15th, 1999. Listen to this, Gary. That's a good year, David. It's a good year. Who he I did just graduate high school. Who he did, you just graduated high school, you just shaved your head, you just grew out your goatee. I, to be honest, I shit, I kept my head slick shaved all through high school, mostly on the album. 
collabs with Eric Clapton, mm. Rob Thomas, mm. Eagle Eye Cherry, Lauren Hill. Whatever happened to Eagle Eye Cherry? That's the same tonight, people, right? Yeah. Dave Matthews, a top 40 artist of the 90s. Mm-hmm. Mana, Casey Nikki. Porter, which I don't know who Casey Porter is, and CeeLo Casey Green. JoJo. Yeah, so Hard to beat. Uh, won three Latin Grammys for this album, including Record of the Year. Nice. So, listen, if you've made it this far into the podcast, I have one question for you that I would why? like for you to answer on any of our social. Why you always cut my shit off like that? Because that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Why? Why do you listen? What do you like? What do you? What do you don't like? What can we do better on? No, I was thinking why. I was thinking why are you listening to this <laughs> no. dumb yeah. shit? No, that's yes, basically. In North Korea, you're not listening. You're not or Cuba. Shout out Fidel. I think Iran. We Montana. we still got some fans in there. They're they're bootlegging it mm-hmm. on a, a thirty three on records. When are, when are we going to get together? We got to do this in person. I got a whole. I didn't year. tell you this. This is the last story of the show. And we'll, you can have an outro song. You, you can cue it up because I want to tell you. So, okay. Um, I was, I had a dream about the podcast as I, as one would. But I had a dream that we were, we did this like podcast. There's like, what's the podcast festival called? Uh, I heard there's a festival. No, there's a, there's a festival for podcasts. But anyway, we were there. Uh, Bert and Tom were there. All the all the big names. Yeah, but then we were doing as we were like as we were doing our our episode, they were pressing vinyl of our podcast, and we had like a line of people lined up to get a, a vinyl copy of our of our podcast. So like our best podcast ever, like a compilation. No, as no, it was like live pressing as we were. Oh, talking, live it was from pressing the podcast it. Yeah. festival. Yeah, yeah, that's very like. Are you manifesting that into reality? Let's do that. I hope Think so. about that this week. Think about us headlining something. Podfest. Even if we we're have to it. Gonna headline. headlining. Well, we've talked about something that we would headline. Yes. Uh, Not ready to announce yet. Yeah. yeah. All right. If you uh, made it this far, we love you sincerely. Anybody that takes time out to hear our dumb voices other than our wives who have to. To make sure that we're behaving. Um, I enjoy doing this. David enjoys doing this. I think it's fun every week. We get a, this is a chance to drink beer, have a little taste of bourbon. We got to do that. We got to get, we we're I think we're over our monthly quota. We've not seen each other since June. So we skipped July. So summer months, fucking summer sucks. Summer, it's too hot. Endless summer sucks. No, it's just uh, wife's going back to school. Kids going back to school. You're going back to school. Did you go buy your books yet? Uh, no. So here's, uh, I'll end on this note. I go to my orientation, right? Mm-hmm. 40 years old. Going into your, school. Did your parents have to go? No. <laughs> did your mom have to go? My friend mom who I worked you. with is the head of security there at the school. He's standing in the lobby when I get there. We're talking for a second. I go to my success coach. Okay. 
you, you might have called him success coach advisors in your day. Yeah. And she says, here's a copy of your schedule. I said, oh, that's cool. I already got it. It's online. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Well, walk over here to financial aid, see if there's anything they can do for you. I go over there. They're like, oh, we see you've done everything. I'm like, yeah. Like, you've been emailing me every day f- since May about this. <laughs> do you feel, like, are you there feel people like you're already don't? ahead? Yeah. So basically, all I did was get my student ID made. That was the gist of the whole 30-minute orientation. I walked That's around. That's you with, a discount at Bob Evans. We don't have a Bob Evans here. Well, sorry about your luck. We will return next week with another <laughs> banger. I don't know that I've ever ate a Bob Evans in my life. Let's do next week live. Bob Evans. Live from Bob Evans. <laughs> Show up. <laughs> hey, we have that booth in the corner. You run this uh are those dudes listening to uh, the police skater over there? <laughs> <laughs> oh. This week on Yankee and the Brave. Back at it like Until next week. For David, I'm Gary. Toodaloo. No flapping wave runner, I'm a gunner, I'm a head you block hot as a gunner all summer, and I put that on no summer and my motherfucking mama. I'm a pair rider, I'm a player like they want some drama. I'm a chopper for the chopper till I 